You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Ah, spring. Nothing like the world progressing towards summer to inspire your own progress. That's what life's all about. In your career, relationships, and your finances. Let's talk about that last one. With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit score grows, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or home. Sounds like progress, right? With Chime Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Bill Visa Credit Card is issued by Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA. Members of FDIC, out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another Sunday Q&A. Mountains to get through as usual. So, um, right, add another load of response to the interview I did with Ben. So what I've done with that lot is I've stuck it over to one side. I'll probably just do another one of those kind of separate videos because otherwise it just goes on forever. Um... But yeah, or I might just save them. But I just I want to get it out because it's all it's all good stuff. But you know, well, there's enough to be going through as there is. So we'll start anyway with the intro. Um, Lee Allen, yay! He says I've got semi good news. I think it's good news, my friend. He says I'm back on the road on the fifteenth of March. No heavy lifting. Five. He says five kilo is a max and no handball, but hopefully be able to stay in general haulage and trucking. HGV theory and practical all booked for the middle of April. Can't wait to get back on the road. I'm pleased to hear that you're on the mend, my friend, and uh, I hope to see you on the road soon. Well done, you. Um, fifth wheel. It's nice to hear from him, Darren. I've got to ring you, mate. I will get around to it. Um, still watching. Good to see you doing well. Darren has got his own channel. It's called Fifth Wheel out there. It's like a trucking channel. And also Gold Member's back on the scene and he's got his own channel too. And I did a video a little while ago about other people who've got their own channels. If you want to check that one out, there are other people out there doing it as well as me. It's not all about me, you know. And uh, right, this was interesting, actually. Funny you should ask this question. Um, Charles Wunsch. Actually, Wunsch. W-N-S-C-H. Wunsch, I think. He said, great video as always, talking about the Ben video, the HBC one. If you do one with a CX, please ask us for questions first. Now, I, I, I preempted you with this one because I'll be blunt and I've said it before and I'll say it again. And believe me, if you like, I don't mind. I don't have anything to do with them. Um, I don't get anything out of them. I, I even have to pay for my own membership. I kind of think it might be nice if at least they let me off that, but they don't. So I'm the same, exact same boat as you guys. But... Um, that video with Ben seems to have helped a lot of people. And if you want to find an ulterior motive, it's got me quite a few views. And that kind of helps me as well for the advertising and all that kind of stuff. So what I did is I've rung them. Now, because of the channel, they're kind of aware I exist. Um, there's a geezer out there. He used to be a geezer called Chad, and now there's a new guy. So I'll give him a bell. He's a social media. I still can't get used to these things. 
Um, and I said, all right, how about it? How about, you know, with social distancing and what have you, we'll do the same thing. I'll come and meet you and we'll do a video. And he said, fine. He said, I'd like to see a list of the questions you're going to ask first. Because, you know, obviously he doesn't want me going in with the heavy Dimbleby interview. Oh, yeah, what about this? What about that? So these questions are going to be pre-approved. And I said, I'll be honest with you, I haven't got any questions. I'm Aaron, I'm just kicking along doing me. I'm fine. But I said, how about if I stick it out on the channel and say to everybody, if I was to do an interview with the CX, what would you like to ask them? So this is it. So in the comments... Any questions that you would like, and obviously, if you're going to go, why do you charge us so money, so much money? Why are you such a bunch of evil, robbing, nasty, horrible? I'm going to put that question forward to them first, and they're going to go, yeah, no, we won't answer that one. <laughs> so maybe you want to be constructive, but I dare say they will take some criticism, and I dare say that they won't just want everything to go, everyone to go, why are you so brilliant at the same time? So if you've got any questions... And it might, or might, it might not even come off, but just in case it does come off, any questions that you would like me to ask the CX, I'll start writing them down. When I've got enough of them, I'll ping them across to your man. I think his name's Simon. I can't remember the top of my head. Um, and um, we'll see what happens. May or may not happen. I don't know. I know they ain't far from me. I know they're Watford way, that kind of thing. I've been there once because they asked me to move some, some furniture out of their office to the storage unit opposite. That was when I was driving the Luton van. So it's a, and I do talk to them, but I haven't talked to them in years. And like I say, I, I just do me. But if there's anything you would like to ask the CX, sh I'm not saying it'll come off, but should it come off, I'll go and ask them for you. So we'll see how it works out. Right, more on HPC, going to do that another day. Right, so I did one on JCB. You know when you go into a place when a job comes in and you go, you know, because it says collection postcode, I'm not that wise to the ST thing, you know. And it came in, and I've, got, I've seen JCB, and I've gone, oh, well, maybe this time it'll be all right. You ever done that? You think, well, maybe this time there won't be. Amazon, maybe this time there won't be five trucks in front of me. Um, Mitsubishi, maybe this time I might be first in the queue. And then you get there, and you go, no, I'm not. So it's the same every time. And it begs the question, why do I keep doing it to myself? But having said that, it didn't it didn't work out that bad. I got a little bit of extra waiting time. I got they sent me to the wrong address as well. I got a little bit of extra time for that. Fair people, like you know. And what else was I gonna do? I got home later than I would have liked, but I got paid. The second job. And let's face it, in January, guys, I think we're all of the opinion that getting that second job is becoming I mean, for me in a truck it has to be a second job. In the van it used to be a third job. But it's increasingly harder to find, so I'm I'm grateful for the work. But anyway, your comments on JCB. Paul Davis says, No <laughs> He says even Jason, even shippers that put now I've I've said this before. Where if you're in a certain postcode and they list, you know, ST10 and then it says afterwards, not JCB. Because those that are in the area that run in it all the time see ST10 and go, no, not doing that. I'm going to be there forever. The problem you've got, it's a question of whether you're going to be there forever and get paid for it. And I think we're both of the opinion shippers and drivers are like, no one likes the waiting time. We just want to be loaded and go. Or whether you're not going to be paid for it, in which case it's even worse. Um, Lee Westcott says, well done, Pete, for giving it, giving people a heads up on places. What you think a delivery driver has to wait loads of time sitting around scratch, you know, in the yard. Especially. Like I say, it, it doesn't always work that way. But as a general rule of thumb, expect to be uh, an Amazon site or a Waitrose or a John Lewis or um, a JCB or an airport for longer 
than you would a small industrial unit. Small industrial unit, bloke comes out the fork truck, takes it off. The problem you've got most of the time is you don't know where you're going to. And I do think this is a thing. I do think there should be something. But then the problem for the shipper's point of view, if you list where the jobs are coming out of, then everyone can see where his jobs are coming out of. Then they could target him. They could go, right, that guy keeps listing jobs out of there. I'm going to ring him and say, you know, I'm going to offer you a better deal. So it's, you're really kind of stuck with it, you know. I think at the end of the day, like that interview we did with Ben, communication is key. You can ring them up and say, I'm going into JCB. I go, look, I've just seen a job come through JCB. I expect there to be waiting time on this job. I've done it before. How do you stand on waiting time? The difficulty I've got with that, and it's not the first time I had one last week, they go, you know, wait, wait, no problem, no problem, wait, wait. And then you ring them up and say, right, I've done. I was there for ages. Oh, oh. So it's like, well, you've done it now. You've dropped it. I'll talk to the customer, see how they feel. You think, I ain't going to get nothing out of that. I hate the battle. I do, I'd rather, I wish it wasn't the way it is, but then, hey, we all have our crosses to bear, don't we? So, um, Steve Bradley, he says, ST10, avoid like the plague. But then C11, yeah, I think C11, yeah, put this, I'm not sure, I, I lost it on my, my sheet. He says, we're in there most days, and it's fine. If you go in for the wrong people and for what monkey money, you've only got yourself to blame. But if you go in with the right price, okay, you might have to hang around a bit, but you're still getting paid, so I guess, you know, down to you guys at the end of the day as usual. Raven Master, he says, a friend of mine used to work there. Apparently it's pretty cool in the main building offices. There you go. Um, domain, domain name guy says, um, at least you'll get the cheap vending machine coffee and soup at 30p. And he says, Amazon used to give certain badges to vans like DHL and um, etc. And they could put, tip their own parcels. I guess, I mean, it always changes all the way along, doesn't it really? Like, you know, so we learn as we go. Um... Michael Weston says, say hello to Mr. Clay. I have absolutely no idea who Mr. Clay is, but hello. I guess he's something to do with JCB. I don't know, I'm ignorant. Um, Michael Weston says, call everyone duck. They'll think you're a stokey. And um, Godzilla says, if you go in and go, hi up, duck. Can you just tip us sooner? Yeah, my accents are not good. Anyone who clocked my Pete Bothelsway accent last week will know it's not, you know, the acting profession wasn't for me. Might be good in front of a camera. Not really the greatest actor. Certainly not good at accents. Um, Eddie O'Connor, Michael Weston also says, JCB postcodes are ST10, ST14, ST6, ST4. He says, I love them. They get me home, which is fair enough. If you're up from the Derby Way or Stoke Way or something like that, you get a job down to London, you see a job picking up sort of Watford to ST10, you go, brilliant. I know it's JCB, I don't care. Even if I'm there for an hour and a half, two hours getting tipped, when I leave, I'm 15 minutes around the corner. You've all got to do you at the end of the day. We're all different. That's the um, that's the wonderful thing about us, isn't it, really? We're all different. I don't know. Feeble difference. Um, Lee Allen says, he said, I've never had any issues with Amazon. I unload myself. He said, the longest I've been on a bay is 90 minutes. 90 minutes is still a relatively long time. It's not, you know, you'd like to get it off in an hour, really. Anything over an hour, I guess. You know, I'm admittedly, 90 minutes is still doable. But, yeah, it's still ideally not, not, ideally not ideal. That is actually a phrase. Um, Divine Eye Observer says, I've been there in the car park. Delivering metal parts from a wheeler, the wheeler breaker in Burton to there. He used to drive through and sit next to the test area for 10 minutes before it was unloaded. Yeah, there is a thing Al said before. So if you're going in a small van, it's not a big deal because they've got like a small van drop. And if they can say, what have you got? You're going to go 10 pallets. It's like, 
here's a piece of paper with a number on, join a queue. If you think I've only got this box, then go stick it over there. I think you guys might back me up on that one. I swear Al said, if you've got a little box, they'll get you off quick, which I think is only fair. Um, Van on the run, he says, uh, I've been to a JCB site in ST14. It was almost the same. They give me a vibrating buzzer like the ones you get in a harvester. Presumably that's something like when they say your dinner's ready in six minutes. They go, and then someone brings you out the... Um, you know, the, the sort of the, the, the steak with the peppercorn sauce, that kind of thing, like, you know. Um, yeah, so, yeah, <laughs> to tell you your table's ready. So. Oh, I didn't get the vibrating buzzer. I, I got a laminated sheet with a number on which didn't correspond to which number I was in it. Um, Godzilla said, he said, I spent minutes there before. said, nothing as fun as queuing for 20 minutes at the hut to find out you're at the wrong hut, and it's the one next to I hate that. When you're standing at the door, I had one the other day. And Milton Keynes, and I've walked in, and they're all raving busy, and you can't, and everyone's ignoring you, walking straight past you. And then the guy actually turned up about twenty minutes later. I'm sitting there, and you think, well, do, do I want to make a nuisance? I'm like, Excuse me, mate. You know, can you help me here? And I turn up, and he says, "What have you got?" I went, "No, I'm collecting." He went, "Oh no, you're at the wrong door." I think, could someone not have said to me, "I'll be with you in two minutes, mate. What have you got? I'm collecting." Oh, if you're collecting, you need to be over there. But you sometimes you, you know you just sort of stand there. The problem is if I make if I make a nuisance of myself, and they're going to go. Well, keep him waiting. If I sit there quietly, this case I come unstuck. But you know it happens, doesn't it? So, um, oh, right. He went on. We're still on Godzilla's here. He says it's a good idea to call in and say I'll do it for this much money. He said, but you know, tell them ahead of time. Say, look, okay. If I can get in and out in an hour, it's going to cost you this. If it's over an hour, I'll cost you this. I guarantee they'll say yes. And then later on, they might say no. It depends on the fur. Everyone's different. Um, just a little bugbear. I have something that's happened to me last week. There we are. Right. Okay. I was on site. Supposed to be there at half past seven. The place was shut. Utterly deserted. Then it turned out that they'd shut early. Then they had to get the caretaker around to me. And the guy saying, stay on site, stay on site. The caretaker turned up at quarter to nine, only to find out that, um, he said, you've got a tail lift, haven't you, Patrick? Yeah, you've got to pick up these pallets. One of them was a double-sized pallet, so it wouldn't go on with the pallet truck. But fortunately, there were three fork trucks in the corner, and the caretaker had a very laissez-faire attitude to health and safety. And I went, I can drive one of them. He said, fine, I shouldn't drive one. I ain't got a license, but I can drive one. So then I had to work out how to unplug it from the electric. I'm having a rant now. I had to unplug it from the electric, plug it in, worked out how it went forward, got it on, and got it going. You know, it took me an hour and a half to get the, get the load on and get it off. And if it hadn't have been for, my, for me using the full truck, I just would have rung them up and said, this ain't happening. Cancellation fee, please. Got it there. Got it off pretty quickly. I went, right. I did speak to the guy, told him, and he went, I'll ring the customer. And you think, oh, I just don't bother. I just pushed it through. Sometimes it's just not worth the grief. Anyway, rant over. <laughs> I like my channel. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Um, Chris C. Heard about that. No. Right, heard about that place. Been past it many times. Coming home from London by the A50. Passing Brum. Never been in it. Uh, like going past it. It looks dead calm. It looks dead calm. There's a lot of people sitting there waiting to do something. They're all doing nothing in their lorries, waiting to get unloaded. The guys are nice. You go in, there's three bays, there are four truck drivers, they take you off, and they do one at a time. Boom, boom, boom. System works. Just could work a bit quicker. Um, and he said, I've got family in Derby, so that means I'm 20 minutes away. I, I do that sometimes. You're driving down the M1, you clock certain things. 
for me, it's when I clear the um, the sixty mile an hour when I'm coming coming north to south. You get through night, you get through Northampton. I look, there's Junction Thirteen, there's Bridges Gate. I'm like Euston, yeah, I'm nearly home. You know, you, you have little things. We used to say when we're coming home, you're coming up the M1, it's when you see the elephant. You get a little sort of brown elephant, which means you're not far from Whips Lane Zoo, and you think nearly home. We've all got them, I think. All little. Little markers. Um, and Hector Blue Bouncer says, was trying to deliver, waiting two hours to unload. I was going to unload it myself at the grey office. Uh, the old lady <laughs> on the front desk says, um, she said, it took me 30 minutes for her to book me in the delivery. Then she went off to lunch. I mean, I do think there should be some kind of consideration for drivers. We sometimes get, don't get treated the best. And I don't think that's fair because we are normal human beings at the end of the day. And during the lockdown, we were national heroes. Heroes in high vis, but like, yeah, a consideration for your fellow man. Just be nice to each other. It's not tricky. Um, you see, you see, you basically in the end, he said he kicked off. He said if I hadn't kicked off, I'd have been in there three hours plus. But well, JCB guys, ST, beware the ST postcode. Miscellaneous, Ian Shepherd. He says, great video. Thank you very much, Ian. I'm looking at starting as a driver with a small van. Your thoughts on extra long XLB Merc Titan, two times pallet length. There are advantages. Everyone does does it themselves. There are many advantages to every side of van. There is a video on van sizes. Every any van that I think ultimately get started. If you get started and you find that the van is wrong, you can change it. Just get started. And if you get started and you find it's not for you then you can just get out. <laughs> just get started. That's the thing. Hold your nose and jump. Um, Chris641, if you had to start out again, it's a good question. I'm going to do your video on this personally, I think. If you had to start out again, have your HGV license, would you start off in a Luton and work your way up or would you start off in an 18 ton and work your way up? Just asking because I'm a man driving Arctic for 17 years, but finding the financial outlay of running a lorry quite daunting. I'll do your video, mate. I'll do your personal way, but the short answer is I'd still start in a Luton because it's much it's much cost less money. Do it in a loot and try it. If you realise after the first month, two months, you like it, go hell for leather for it. But if you don't, it's just I, I, I'm a big fan of minimising cost. I've had a few people ring me again during the weeks. So I said, if you're starting and ring me, I'll talk to you. And they're going, what about if I lease this van? I'm a big fan of minimising cost. You don't have to buy a sparkling new van. You don't have to lease a van. You don't have to go for the... T- don't, you know, I'm, 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 I've always been aware of this sort of all the gear, no idea type thing. Whenever I've started doing something, I'll turn up in what I've got. And then as, as and when I need stuff, I change it. Start small, start cheap, minimise your risk. The business is a risk. But you don't have to. You don't have to make it a big risk. Um, I've got no chance. I, I, I'm sorry. Andre Grant says, "Do you think? Do you think is a way to make money by a, a, a long wheelbase or a Luton van or an eighteen ton and put a drive in it for a hundred pound a day? I wouldn't go that way first. No, I would learn it myself first because I would be frightened. And we run trucks with drivers in, and I know a lot of the pitfalls that they're going to come across because I've done it myself. I'd start myself first. I, I wouldn't try to go straight in. I'm sure that. It can be possible, but the whole idea of going straight into logistics cold frightens me. I, I, I would do it myself first. 
and get the hang of it. Even if you've never done the CX, do the CX. Even if you only do it for a month just to get the hang of it, get some idea of it, then start working how you're going to run people because we run, we've run people two different ways and both and the second way I'm still getting confused with and still thinking, hmm, we might be on, on the number three now, but um, I'll, obviously I'll keep you updated as it goes along. So, um, Sabatine Bozan says, uh, driver's insurance should, should be checked every so often by the CX. This is true because there are drivers on there that get their insurance, upload it, and then cancel it. I don't know how you would get around that, but guys, if you're listening, in fairness, that could be a good question. If anyone, I said anybody wants to put forward to me questions, well, I don't know what I'm doing um, Questions for the CX, that could be a question. Is, is there a way of... Um, updating the insurance or checking the insurance live because yeah, yeah, yeah all, all the insurance is important mine's run out before and people have said it's run out could you upload it and i've just uploaded it i just forgot but you know no one knew and we just go it's fine i'll send you the email i'll just track it from somewhere but yeah it is important the insurance thing you know from a shipper's point of view you want to know that your gear is going on an insured van because if something goes wrong it's on their head too um Ian Merrick says, I know Luton and Curtin with the tail is seen as the ultimate, but to be honest, um, I'm okay with a VW caddy, two regulars Monday to Friday clients. Um, yeah, he's, he's kicking along. He, he said, I'd go bigger, but the additional fuel and financial risk pisses me up. You do you, mate. If that's working for you, you do you. And it comes back to something that you know the guy said earlier on about um, van sizes and stuff like that. Everyone does it differently. And there's no right way. If you've got the smaller van, you can also use it as a car. You can have it on the driveway without your, your neighbours getting a needle. You know, you, you might not want to be in a position where you've actually got a handball, a, a, a three quarters of an hour putting a, a loot and van's worth of aluminium circular ducting on the van right to the ceiling because you go, well, I can't, I can't fit it in, can I? You minimise the amount of handball you're going to do if you've got a smaller vehicle. There's only so many boxes you can fit in it, like, you know. So everyone's different. And if that's working for you, stick with it. Don't let, don't let idiots like me tell you to do it differently because what do I know? It's just an opinion at the end of the day. Unfortunately, an opinion that's backed up by some people that know better than me. So, But if it's working for you, mate, and keep the comments coming. Love to be your comments. That's Ian with two eyes there. Um, British... British La, British La Duck123 says, I be looking to get into this, watching your videos, but one thing is bugging me. How do I pay my taxes? And Dolly Dalton, this is his reply to this, is where he said, he said, it simply baffles me the amount of people that go in. We've got no idea of costings, paying taxes, understanding corporation tax, before even looking at the fixed costs associated with the business. Most people are going to business and understand the mechanics of how it works. Um, and he said, then you've got the problem, it's sort of, um, of how the CX works. Some people will go in believing that they can make money. It's like a pyramid scheme. He said, they believe they can make money, then they, they, they do it wrong. They took their quote too cheap, then the gearbox goes, and then they're off. But for everyone that disappears, one reappears. The truth of the matter is, you've got to be kind of be clever about it. You've got to have a rough idea of how much, you know, if you do a job for like 100 quid, you're going to say, well, 20% of that. If you put 30% on one side, I think, we've, we have had this conversation before. Put a bit on one side. Well, that's going to be for tax. That's going to be in case the gearbox goes. That's going to be because I'm going to need a new brake light. That's going to be because you need that. Just don't think it's all yours. If you don't think it's all yours, but if you get yourself up and running, these are things that can be sorted out later. Get yourself an accountant. You can do the QuickBooks thing now. You can do Zero. You can do Sage. You can there are you talk to HR, HMRC. They will help you. But I would I would I would focus more on the idea of getting it off the ground because. 
again, from the flip side of things, you can spend an awful lot of time getting everything in place, do it for a week and go, oh, I don't like this at all. This is driving me mental. I don't want to. And you put all that effort and work in, get it working. It's sort of, for me, it's like one step at a time. So get it working, get the van, get out there, get running. Do you like it? Are you making money? Then you can address these things. But there's, there's millions of people you can go to. Government websites, it's tough at the moment with a lockdown, but the easiest thing is just get you find yourself a decent account and it ain't going to cost you a fortune. Go, right, there's all my paperwork, sort it out. It's doable. It's all doable. Um, as T.G. Wee says, he says... Um, he says, it's a business. He says, it comes, the greater the risk, the greater reward. And if people are looking for a guarantee, get a job. <laughs> I thought, it is a business. And business is a risk. It, that is what business is. That's a definition in my mind. That is a definition of business. If it was nailed on, it wouldn't be a business. It would be a gift. But just get out there. Get started. Figure it out as you go along. That's what I've done. And I'm still figuring it out. And I've still got a long way to go. I know that. Uh, Steve Bradley, Courier Vlog. Remember, he's got his own thing out there as well. Like I say, we did a video on um, other people's other channels. Check them all out. Big Beardy, Steve Bradley, Gold Member, Darren at Fifth Wheel. Give them all a shout. Every, you know, everybody loves a watch. Everyone loves a subscriber. Harper Valentine at London Creative. If you get the opportunity, he's not for everyone, I know, but he's a mate of mine. I kind of knew him from when I used to work on the market. Everyone loves a subscriber. You know, he's a bit different, but everyone loves it. It's London Creative is his one. So there we go. Um, Steve Bradley, he says, he says, it's been tough since mid-December. He says, but better times are coming. And I've given up the CX. Too much fighting for a job. Keep positive and keep smiling. I still think, you know, I can't understand trying to get your own customers and all that, but I do think the CX is invaluable for journeys back. I mean, we're trying to get our lorries out with regular jobs, but you're, I'm always going to need it for return loads. That's, that's kind of what it is. I've still got to sort that thing out with Ben, the um, smart thing. I'm that, I, I, try, I, was home one, uh, I won early this week, and I say early, that's a two o'clock one. I was home at a time when I could get on a computer, and it was a day that his um, science guy, his computer guy, had to go. He was off, so I didn't do it. But I'll, I'll keep you updated with that one as well. Um, Ziggy811S says he would like to get into this in the future, but he's curious what is better, 7.5, 18, or 26 tonne? Great fit to keep them up. 18 ton. There's very rarely a job for a 26 ton. Um, I had, a, I did have this conversation with Ben at HBC and said, yeah, but sometimes they say 16 pallets. You can't get 16 pallets. You've got that extra, extra length on the 26 ton. He said, if it's 26 pallet, it'll go on a, a, a six axle. Don't worry about it. 18 ton. 18 ton, curtain side, tuck under tail lift. You will get the same money as you will get pretty much running seven and a half ton, but you get more variety. In an 18 ton, you can do seven and a half ton jobs. You can do 12 ton jobs. Like there's one coming out. We've got one starting at six o'clock on Monday morning in a seven and a half ton. One of our 18 tonners is doing it. We've got a new guy starting. He's doing it. Um, I could do it. But if it was the other way around, I couldn't do it. So it just gives you that bit more scope. So I would say if you're going to go for it, go for the 18 ton. I recommend DAF. DAF CF. That's what I recommend. Uh, Lee Westcott says, to all the guys who ask... Can, again, can, again, it comes back to the business thing. Can I make money on the CX? Yes, you can, but you will need to do some online advertising, website, local papers. He's, he's got, he's, get your van professionally signed written. Now, this is an issue we're going to come to. I think I've done this one before, in fairness. If I have, I'll put a link up. Um, is it, um, because they don't like signing vans on the CX. It's not the end of the world, but they don't like them. I think I've done two videos. I think I've done two on a bounce. I don't know why. Um he says, I've been doing man of van for 18 years. 
And he said, I'm not on the six grand. Yeah, thank great videos away. Thank you very much. Agrees with the Amazon, the multi-dropper. Right? Oh, that's the thing. He said, sometimes if the work's not there, do two days a week on the multi-dropper Amazon. Don't limit yourself to the six. You know, you can... Um, friends and family, Facebook, leaflet drops. If you drop... Uh, um, if you drop on an industrial estate, you cannot give your card out. But if you drop at unit number four, and there's one, two, three, five, six, seven, go and put your cards around the other the other nine. You haven't, you're not poaching, you haven't done anything wrong. There's a chance you might get a job, particularly if it's near your house. Do everything you possibly can to get the work in. And then hopefully, you know, it will. you hopefully will find your own way. You know? So, um, anyway, but David Botham says, he says, my van has a company logo on uh, company logo and name is this an issue with shippers thanks in advance like I say I think there was a video on there if not I will do you one um, RBD35025 some of these names are really catchy are you a droid oh, sorry I didn't mean told you my impressions were no good that's why I can't um, great video and advice as always in terms of CX in January yes it's quiet Totally agree. So he tops up with two multi drops from Amazon. Oh, no, that was the thing. Sorry, I've got too confused there. I've just read that thing again. Sorry about that. Right. Steve Campbell. Um, he says, I don't like them Mitsubishi Fuzu Kentas. I had to pick one up from Darlington and take it to its which is a right uncomfortable drive. No, I don't like them. They look like vans. I mean, there's nothing wrong with a van. If you're going to drive a lorry, drive a lorry. If you're going to drive a van, drive a van. Don't have all the disadvantages of a lorry in the fact I can't get it through here, I can't squeeze it through here, it's difficult to reverse, and at the same time I've got none of the comfort either. So to me, they are the, the worst of both worlds. They can get into tight spaces, apparently. They can carry more weight, apparently. I'm not interested. <laughs> I, like my, I like Alice. She looks after me. I know she's got ABS problem. And might have a problem with a flying wheel, which is a bit of a worry. I'll let you know. Um, she's on inspection today. In fact, he might be trying to ring me, but I'm on airplane mode. Uh, Jurgen Berzin says, Hi, guys. How about loads from the UK to Ireland or and back on a long wheelbase Nissan MV400? Ireland's tricky. My mate, my mate John does Ireland, and if you get it right, it's brilliant. But jobs, very few jobs come out of Ireland or in Ireland itself on the CX. You get the odd one coming back. Um, I think we might take some comments on that one and we might um, put that one out. John, if you're watching, that'd be handy. We might put them out to people that are like wiser than me on the island thing, like, you know. Uh, Charles Wunsch says, Wunsch, I've got to get that right. Um, I find the biggest problem with the CX at the moment is it's difficult to make money. He says, before I will quote London to Manchester, the first job, which is always the money job, uh, for say, for example, 110, and I'll get something part of my way back, 60, 70, so I was close to my day's target of 200. The issue that I'm now having is I'm quoting less than £100 to Manchester to get the job, the first one in the morning, and no guarantee of getting anything coming back. The second and third jobs are getting much harder at the moment. He says, so as, as a result of which, I'm getting like 55 quid. 55 quid, they're £55 back. Um, it, it's difficult. It is difficult. It's hard at the moment. We're on double, double, we're on lockdown and kipper. And it's double tough, but it's getting warmer, it's getting brighter. And hopefully, it looks like this, this um, R figure's going down and things should ease up. You've got to weather the storm, guys. It's like the perfect storm. We've got to weather it and hopefully things will improve. When the pub's open, surely they're going to need a load of beer. We, someone's got to deliver it, haven't they? 
I hope. I just hope. I hope and I pray for all of us. I really do. Um, time to kill. It says, um, I booked my 70 plate sprinter in for a curtain conversion at the end of the month. £800 excluding VAT. I'll let you know how it goes. I would like to know how that goes because that's a very cheap price to me. I mean, we've been quoted 1214 17 It's how long's a piece of string on getting a curtain put on the side of a Luton. Um, oh, we've had a problem with our Luton as well. That was pain, that was. We um, had it in Fords. It's supposed to be under warranty. Um, and then they turned around and said excessive use. Flywheel and clutch. Had the flywheel and clutch done. No, we actually we took it away from us. So we're not having it. We got the flywheel and clutch done separately. They diagnosed it, put it in to find out it wasn't the flywheel and clutch. It's the gearbox. And now we've had to put it into another Fords and go, look, we're under warranty on this. <laughs> you, you've got to do something now. Again, I'll let you know how it goes. Possibly if I can handle the pain. Um, Nescu Ironut. I've probably got it wrong, sorry. Uh, how about when you have more than one pickup um, pick sites or more drops? There's that circuit thing. I recommend that. That's very good. Um, and what, how, how to quote. I did one on, on, on one drop or multi-drop on how to quote. There's a few videos out there. It's kind of tricky. If you, The more pickups you've got, the more you actually want to quote for because uh, the, the more you need to quote because there's time involved. What I used to do is I'd kind of go like in a Luton van, I'd add on £25 for every drop. But then it kind of depended how far apart were they, how many miles were in there. You know, it, it's it's not an exact science. You kind of figure out as you go. But yeah, you do want to put more money on for multi-drops. It's going to take you more time. Of course it is. Um, and Ian, Mer- Ian with two eyes, Mer- he says, and this is interesting as well. He says, um, any joy anyone tendering for contracts? For example, the government online contract finder has a two-year contract worth £60,000 transporting patient records up to Callow Chesterfield, available for tender at the moment. Two years isn't ideal for me because he expects to, re- to relocate in 18 months, but wondering if anyone's ever landed a tender. I don't know. I've never done it. Again, never done it. Really pretty much got most of my jobs at CX, plus a few end user customers, and we're still trying to work our way through that one. So, And finally, in conclusion, yeah, let me know if you have, or if not. Good luck. Finally, in conclusion, like I said, I know it's long. And that's why I do the Ben HBC another day. Steve Campbell says he was the one that came up with the Thunderbirds removal idea where they were dropping the containers. Da, 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 da. He says, you'll never guess what Dad and I bought. Picking it up later, we decided to go. Didn't go for the Thunderbirds thing yet, <coughs> but we bought... I mean, financed uh, in 2015, an Iveco daily curtain side dilute and with a tail lift and the bonus, it has a retractable roof for a little extra height. So they've gone for it. They're, you know, so, well, you know, guys, it's not Thunderbirds, but um, anything can happen in the next half hour. So <laughs> good luck with your loot and curtain side. You, in my opinion, I think you, you've got the right, the best chance. And I hope it works. I genuinely hope it works out for the both of you. And also Van on the Run, because I did that one last week about someone spotted on the the... the Sofa video, the fact I had on the Kobayashi porcelain T-shirt, um, which is um, The Usual Suspects, which is a great film. This is um, the, the African, the Pete Pothelthwaite, and Pothelthwaite accent. was a South African accent. It's a difficult one to do well. <laughs> yeah, I know, <laughs> because um, I, I can't do accents. That's what we've already established. I'm rubbish at accents. Although today's anyone who's up for it is the... White Dragon Noodle Bar. Anybody who wants to have a guess at trying to spot the film? It's one of the more obscure ones, but um, good film, I think. Um, and finally, J- Uncle Jason. Jason Burke says, I only watch for the cats in the background. No cats in the background today, I'm afraid, mate. I'm relegated to the bedroom at the moment. Instead, all I can offer you is um, an Avengers poster. 
three guitars and Terence Stamp on my Smith's um, 12 inch single. There you go. Right, I'll do the HBC for you another day. Hope you're all cool. Sun's coming out. You know what to do. Take care. Take money. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.